Hey y'all, we are back with yet another episode of God and a Graham. I am your host, Debbie L. London, your generational curse breaker, your healer, your sister, your auntie, your friend, here to help you break through um, generational trauma and just get through your life stuff. Um, But on the spiritual side, that's what we're doing. Um, Obviously, you're here because you need a good little word. I just want to remind those or inform those that are new here that I am a self-help author. You can get my book, Residue, Surviving and Overcoming the Stains of Generational Curses and Soul Ties. In addition to my book, Your Facade is Showing a Divorcee's Perspective of Accepting Red Flags the First Time, um, whichever one you are in need of. I have also recently rolled out a free roadmap to identifying generational trauma, and I am putting all the links uh, in the description of this podcast uh, episode for today. And also, I have a line of merch out that's really dope. It's very bold, Um, just like me and just like you, because if you're listening to me, you are just like me as well. And um, I'm putting all the links for all those goodies and freebies and other things to help you on your journey and to feel empowered. All that will be in this description. Today, I'm going to be talking about faith. And what that means and what that looks like and how I just feel like I was taught what faith was in a very wrong manner. And many of you may be able to relate to that. I've had some very interesting experiences um, that I've been hesitant to share that have taken place within the past month, but definitely in the past couple weeks. And it's on my heart this morning to go ahead and put it out there. Because, <laughs> like, what's faith in? You know, a lot of people say, well, don't don't share things because you don't want to share it until it's here. But I get it. I get it. You know, some things you got to keep close to the chest while, while you're working on it. But this one has just been so heavy on my heart. And especially this morning, like, I feel like I'm going to explode if I don't share it with y'all. Okay. So my son had a bone marrow transplant a year ago and in him having this bone marrow transplant um well let me back it up my son had sickle cell anemia and we knew that he had sickle cell from the time that he was born Um, at nine months old we decided to start his medication regimen to help manage the disease and thankfully by the grace of god he didn't really have any major complications with the disease. And I mentioned, I believe, in my last episode of the podcast how a couple years ago in 2018, God told me to abruptly leave my job without any real notice, just, hey, it's time to go. A couple months after that, um, my son did start having issues with sickle cell um, called spleen sequestration, And if I was not home, I would have missed it and my son could have died, right? So from there, I already um, knew that I wanted to move forward 
with the bone marrow transplant when I was five months pregnant with my daughter, God told me to save her core blood. And I did, not knowing anything, you know. But by the time we got her um, newborn screening results back, she did not have the trait nor the disease. And when we did her HLA typing, she ended up being a perfect match for her brother, even down to them being the same blood type, okay? Okay, y'all hear me? That is nothing but a blessing something that I cannot make up or orchestrate myself, right? So when he started having these complications, um, I knew I wanted to move forward because I don't want my, my kid to suffer unnecessarily, especially if I have an answer in my back pocket, meaning his sister being his donor. And the sibling match is the best match that you can have because it leaves little room for complications. So... Um, I'm getting a little emotional, but we're going to power through. (laughs) So we had his, we did a -A Make-A-Wish trip last year. We were able to pull that together very quickly with Make-A-Wish Georgia. Shout out to them. And at the end of May, he did one week of chemotherapy. And then from there, the transplant started. And on June, I believe it was 13th or 14th, my son perked up. And said, Mommy, I'm, I'm, I'm healed. I'm cured. I'm cured of sickle cell. But in a very bright and bubbly way, like, you know, his spirit can contain his excitement. And he said, I'm cured, Mommy. And I was just crying. And I was like, I, I believe you. I trust you. And my son is very intuitive. Like me, he can hear from God clearly, even at the age of eight. And um, it was months of healing. His hair fell out. Um. But as we pushed through the process, he didn't even respond and react the way he should have to the, to the chemo treatments, to all the medications. He should not have been able to eat, but he was eating three meals a day. Most children, unfortunately, have to get feeding tubes, you know? So we were just watching a miracle before our eyes, and um, his chimerism results came back, showing that he, in fact, was cured with a showing 0% sickle cell in his body and 100% of his sister in his body, right? So it still takes about a year for full recovery. And this June of 2020 made a year post-transplant. But then at the end of June, um, I noticed like bruising on his arm and took him to the hospital immediately. He was with his dad at the time, and his dad took him to the hospital immediately. And out of nowhere, his his hemoglobin counts dropped completely, and they did all the testing for COVID, for everything, and the only thing that came back was the common cold virus. And, you know, it was wild because after one year post-transplant, you're supposed to be out of the woods. But something as simple as a common cold virus, like, set us back. And we ran into a situation of a plastic anemia, which means that your bone marrow isn't producing more red blood cells for whatever reason. And everyone at the doctor's office was shocked because we are an extremely compliant um, family, household, never miss any meds, never miss any appointments. Um, 
because parents who are dealing with children with illnesses, like there's a lot of non-compliance therapy, you know, for reasons like denial or I don't want to accept it or I feel like they're already having a hard time, so I don't want to push them even more so, you know. But basically, we did everything we were supposed to do, did everything right. But yet and still, we've run into this issue. So the doctors are scrambling. He's having to get platelet infusion, I mean, transfusions and um, blood transfusions to figure out what the problem is. They ran every test possible. And the common cold virus, because you're still immunocompromised when you're recovering from a transplant because your vaccines have been wiped out, um, you things like with the pandemic going on, like it's an extreme amount of sensitivity, even more so than I was before. So anyways, um, they mentioned that they wanted to do a bone marrow boost. And at first I was like, oh, okay, you want to take my daughter's bone marrow from her back and or from her hip brother and then just give him a boost and then it shifted to where I got more details of oh he's gonna have to do chemo again and we're gonna basically have to start all over and I'm like no I, I just felt it in my spirit like no we are not about to do something like that all over again. He's eight years old. My daughter is four. She is not a science experiment. And, you know, just being put in this situation as a mother of having to do what's best for both of your children at once. Like, I do not want my son to suffer and have to go through chemotherapy, like something so aggressive all over again. And my spirit, like, you know, like when you just know, like, no, that's not the answer. And it's not coming from a place or a space of denial or not wanting to do what is seemingly the right thing, but it's just like, no, this is not it. You know, especially when you've done everything right the first time. It's like, okay, if we do something this invasive again, you know, who's to say there won't be another setback? You know, and I can't keep putting my kids through these very aggressive things in the way they wanted to do the bone marrow. Um, is to put a line in my daughter's chest that could possibly puncture her lungs and cause infection. It's like, no, 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 no. And, you know, sometimes you got to fold your arms with God. and be like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I did everything you told me to do. Good sir. <laughs> I told you everything. Um, I mean, I did everything that you wanted me to do from being five months pregnant and hearing that whisper in my ear, save her core blood to being on top of everything for him since he was nine months old with his medications, to moving forward with a transplant, so it going very smoothly and more beautifully than we can all, you know, we could have ever imagined. And I'm like, God, I've done everything. I need you to step in on my son's behalf, right? And um, from there, this experience in the past few weeks, now I've learned what faith is because growing up Southern Baptist, Everything is fear. Everything is fear. You're going to hell if you don't do this. If you don't do this, then this is going to happen. And da, 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 you know, and they then they want to say, you know, faith, you know, you got to believe it to receive it. But if you're doing this wrong, then God not going to bless you. You know, it's just very fucking stupid. And I cannot stand it. You know, I cannot stand it. I cannot stand religious abuse. But that is another topic for another day. But because of that, and being raised on the, you, you got to fear God. You got to fear him. You got to fear him. Fear, 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 fear. It 
corrupts your ability to properly have faith. And since I've been on this phase of my spiritual awakening journey, I realized that I've been doing it all wrong. You know, um, that you can flow into faith. That even though faith can be difficult, right? Because you cannot see what's right in front of you, that you can still very much flow into it. It doesn't have to be fear. It doesn't have to be so much anxiety around it. It is truly resting and knowing that what you've asked God for, what you've put out there to the universe, the creator, source, whatever you want to say, that it is yours, that it is here, that it is now. No matter what you see, no matter what's going on around you, that it is yours, baby. And these past few weeks with my son, and the reason why I've been hesitant to even share this, because that's my baby. That's my baby. I'll, I'll tell you about everything going on with me all day, but not, you know, when it comes to my baby, my children. I'm very protective, but I feel such a move. Like, God, it's like, you need to share. Um, and I'm doing that with tears in my eyes because I, I am feeling the gratitude oozing from my body right now. I'm feeling it so much. But anyways, um, it started off with, you know, they're putting him back on different meds to try what's going on. Because I told them, no, we're not doing that. And they didn't take me seriously. They were like, okay, this is just the initial shock. She's saying no. And now I'm like, a couple weeks later... They're like, okay, well, we want to go ahead and screen Carter and bring her in for appointments. And they gave me her appointment schedule. And God was like, if you believe, throw it away. Right on site. And I threw it away. I threw away her appointment schedule. When it came down to the week of those appointments happening, um, God was like, I prayed and I said, God, you know, cancel those appointments that they have set up for my daughter because I'm not letting them poke and prod at her to prepare for something that we don't need. That's not gonna happen because he's fully healed and recovered on his own. He is fully healed and recovered on his own, right? And, um, excuse me. I went out um, to the nurse's station to my favorite nurse, uh, who's probably listening to this. Hey girl, I love you, you know who you are, Miss A. I'm not gonna say your name, but, um. And I was like, hey, I need, I need to make a bold request right now. And I said, I need you to put in that I'm canceling Carter's appointments. And um, she was like, oh, okay. And from there, a little bit of chaos ensued because the doctors and nurses are like, what? You're going to cancel it? You're going to? And I'm like, guys, y'all know. We are an extremely compliant family, even though his dad and I aren't together anymore. You know, we do what we're supposed to do. You know, he's never missed his meds, with it, whether he's with me or him. You know, we, we, we do what we're supposed to do for Carson. And um, I told them, like, y'all know us. We're not like the parents who dropped the ball. We've done everything we're supposed to do. I trust you guys' expertise and wisdom as medical professionals. But I need you to trust where I'm going with this now. We got to all have faith and we got to believe together. And I tell them I'm very serious. I know this seems crazy, 
But I need y'all to believe with me. I need y'all to take this ride with me and trust that everything is going to be okay and that he's fully recovered and that he's healed because that's what I'm standing on and that's what I feel in my heart. And I can't explain it, but I have to go with what my spirit is telling me because if nothing else on my journey, I've learned to trust my spirit and my intuition with things, even when it's like, huh? Even when it's uncomfortable, even when it doesn't make sense. I've learned to trust my intuition. And I had to have a meeting with all of them and tell them, like, I, I'm not moving forward with these backup plans that y'all have. Because I know he's going to be fully recovered on his own. And we're just all going to be here to witness that miracle. And then they were like, okay, well, they're not going to test her. And then they gave me swabs. And God was like, throw that away, too, if you believe. I kid you not. God was like, throw it away, too, if you believe. If you believe that he's fully recovered on his own, and if your request is that he will not need the transplant because he's fully recovered on his own, throw it away. Honey, that is bold-ass faith. We're talking about my baby's life here. But when you know in your spirit and your heart you know, like I, y'all have heard stories. I've heard stories of people like, man, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the feeling was, but I just knew I was supposed to do this, whatever the this was. And it sounded great. I just knew I was supposed to move across the country with $100 in my pocket. And then they built their empire. I just knew I was supposed to, you know, record this song that day. And then it blew up. I just knew I was supposed to write that book. And then they became a best-selling author. I just knew I was supposed to do this or that or this or that. And without full understanding and with people like, excuse me, you're looking at you crazy. You had to push through. And this is, I've had moments of faith, like I said, leaving my job abruptly and just stepping out and doing things, right? This one right here is my absolute boldest act of faith that I have ever had in my entire life. Y'all know how, you know, if you come from TikTok, um, and my platform in general is healing from generational trauma, but y'all know, like, parenting, conscious parenting is a huge thing for me. So y'all know my children are so important to me, and I'm serious about protecting them and standing in the gap for them and being there for them and nurturing them. Um, in a healthy manner, right? And this has stretched my faith to a place that I never thought I could ever get to. And even, even in this moment, even in this moment, I stand on and I truly believe that my son is fully recovered And he's healed and will not require another transplant. And see, this thing is bigger than him. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than everything. Because this miracle is going to be a testimony for the doctors as well. It's going to stretch their faith. It's going to open their eyes as well. And it is. The whole experience is already doing that. It's already shifting people's minds. Like, this mom is not playing. She's believing, so we got to get on board and believe, too. We have to honor 
her wishes because it's not coming from me. I'm following the God I've always followed. God. You know, and I've never been steered wrong. And so I I share this with you and I share it also in faith by putting this out here to you all, something so sensitive to me um, and important to me that whatever it is that you are desiring, whatever it is that you're believing God for, and I don't want you to in any way to feel like, oh, well, mine isn't as serious as that, so I just need to table it. I don't care what it is that you want. Please do not compare. Don't compare my desires, what I'm believing God for to yours. It doesn't matter. Don't diminish what your heart wants. Don't diminish, oh, well, that's something that's important. Mm -mm, What you want is important too, baby. I'm sharing this with you to encourage you to believe. How are you going to boldly, boldly let God know that you believe, that you trust, that you know it's already yours? whatever you're asking for. I had to cancel my daughter's screening appointments to prepare for this bone marrow transplant to show in faith that we are not making that move. We are not doing that again because he's fully recovered on his own. I'm not doing anything that goes against what I know to be true. What I have received, which is that he's fully recovered. So anything that goes against that, I'm not participating in it because that's participating in a backup plan, right? So what actionable steps are you going to take today to stretch your faith and to say, you know what, I believe. I believe in what I'm called to do. I believe in what I am feeling in my spirit, this move I need to make. I believe it. What bold step are you going to take? Is it leaving a relationship? Is it doing your purpose work? Is it launching an idea? Is it having a conversation? What leap, what tangible thing can you do to activate your faith for what it is that you're asking for. Because it's not just sitting and waiting and saying, no, I believe this so hard that I'm going to make this move that's in alignment with what I'm asking for. And even me sharing this with you in this moment is another bold way that I am declaring that it's already, it's here. It's already a done deal. It's already happened. By me even sharing it with you in this moment. Ain't no transplant, bitch. Fully recovered, thriving, optimal levels of health. Everything functioning in his body as it should right now. I am so happy and grateful that everything is functioning in my son's body as it should. And that we're done with doctor's appointments. We're done with meds. 
And he is fully free and at peace and thriving and healthy in every way possible. What are you going to do to activate your faith for that thing of yours? What bold moves are you going to make today, baby? Because it's hard. But boy, I mean, we see so much about manifestation. Manifest, it's just faith. <laughs> like, some, you know, and I, and I know Christians, they get up in arms. Oh, manifestation, manifestation is of the devil. Shut the fuck up. I'm so tired of, I am, I'm just sick of super religious people. I have nothing against religion. But I'm just sick of super religious people. Like, Jesus, calm down. God is not as uptight as y'all are. Y'all are tripping. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, relax. Everything is not of the devil. Everything is not demonic. You know, because trust me, I don't do darkness. <laughs> I don't do demonic shit. Y'all got to relax. But religion makes you so tightly wound that you miss the point. You miss the message and you miss the blessing. Lord, have mercy. We plead, you know, you plead the blood of Jesus. But you'll get mad at somebody doing, you know. Wearing crystals or, you know, those are like, cool your jets. <laughs> That's another story. But anyways, <laughs> I went off on a slight, slight tangent. But back to you, boo-boo. How we activating that faith today? What bold moves you going to make? So we know what you want. You've asked God for it. You've put it out there. This is what I want, God. Okay, what you going to do? To show ain't no backup plan for what you're asking for. If you're trying to be free from somebody, when you gonna block their ass? When you gonna move out? Hmm. When you gonna stop talking to them? When you gonna stop stalking their social media? Like Lord, I just wanna be done with him. I just wanna. Da, 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 da. Okay, cool. What you gonna do on your end to make sure, or to show that you're really ready? Lord, I'm really ready for financial abundance. I'm really, you know, ready to just come into whatever. Okay, well, what, what, what you doing to make sure that happens? Lord, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Just help me to do my purpose or if I'm ready to serve people. All right, cool. When you going to start speaking up on the issues that he put on your heart, even if you only get one like, even if nobody else is watching? Because trust, I've been there. What you going to do, babe? We activate faith over here. And we're not doing it fear-based. We're not. We're done with that. We're done with that. Because that, 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 that keeps everything that we're asking for from flowing through. We're not going to do that anymore. We're not going to block our blessings. We're, we're, we're getting out of our own way. We're not doing things in fear. We're, we're moving in love. We're moving in peace. We're moving in light, honey, over here. And this, I share all this with you to encourage you to do the same. I'm holding back tears because I'm so full of gratitude right now. I'm so full of gratitude for this moment, guys. Because this this is bigger than me. Because he's like, do your podcast right now. Record it, record it, record it. And admittedly, I was like, oh, I want to keep this one close to my chest. He said, no, that's not what we do. That's not what this platform is about. Y'all know my tagline is transforming with transparency. So how can I transform and, and, you know, do anything if I'm not sharing? 
So y'all mean a lot to me, okay? I'm 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 getting real personal with you. <laughs> Even though y'all probably be like, dang, you be telling us everything now. This is a little dippy diff. But in faith, I'm sharing it with you. And I'm just so full of gratitude for y'all. And I'm just giving thanks right now on your behalf. Like, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for fulfilling their desires. Thank you, God, for the bold moves that they are making to solidify what they've asked for. And I want to add one more thing. Once you ask for it and make those bold moves, detach yourself from it. Because I don't obsess about what's going on with my son. I don't obsess, don't obsess about it. Release that thing. Release it after you do what you got to do. Because in my case, just things come up where I have to make certain decisions to stay in line with my faith and what I'm believing in, right? But other than that, I keep that thing out of sight, out of mind, you know, because we're upset. If you obsess over it, it's like, well, I don't have it yet. You got to act like it's already there. So you got to keep it moving. I hope I'm making sense. Release it. After you make your bold step, release it. And just flow about your day. Just flow. Don't obsess. Because obsessing over it's like, it's not here, it's not here. And how do I get it? No, you got to. Faith is like, uh-uh. It ain't what you can see. It is. It, it, that's what it means. Walking by faith and not by sight. Like, oh, no, I already got that, honey. I'm already a millionaire. I'm already a best-selling author. This is already a number one podcast in the country for spiritual healing and generational trauma. It's already a done deal, so I don't need to obsess over something that I already have. Are you walking with me? The items that you have, your car right now, where you live, what you have, are you obsessing over? Do you even think about that shit? Do you think about anything that you have right now? No, because you already have it. That's the mindset of faith, too. You got to act like that thing already there. Like you don't think about stuff that you already have, so you don't think about stuff that you want in that way. So putting it out there, putting that intention out there, making the request, making the bold moves that are in line with such requests, and backing up off that thing and knowing that it's already here and it's already yours. I hope that y'all received something from this. Um, I hope that y'all felt the love and the energy oozing from me um, during this time because I'm about to cry at any moment with gratitude though because I'm so grateful in this moment you know when he tells you to do stuff or she because I do believe God is a woman but I'm so like (laughs) I've been calling him he for so long because the idea of a spiritual father since my father has never been in my life has always been real cool but I don't know I feel like God is a woman that is also another story for later (laughs) but anyways for the sake of staying on topic you know when he tells you to do something and just do it because now I'm happy that I recorded this and I'm happy that I've shared this with you. Because um, I just know it's going to be a blessing to whosoever ears it falls on to make that move. This is your confirmation. This is your sign. It's time, baby. And I'm so excited for you. And I'm in agreement. 
for all that love and that light and that purpose and that thing, that peace, whatever that is, that abundance, that joy, that love, that romance, that whatever it is that you're seeking, it's already yours. I love y'all so much. Peace out. Check out the description for all the links I mentioned before. And I'm going to see you next week, guys.